Welcome back. We have first responders still on the job, looser unemployment rules, and good economic numbers, at least for now. And that's something we can celebrate, right? I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. With more and more offices and gathering places shutting down and employees making efforts to work from home, it's a comfort to know we still have our first responders across Alabama doing their jobs to help ensure domestic tranquility. That means you still can't go out and rob a liquor store and get away with it. A police officer or a firefighter can't do their job in sleep britches from their recliner, and they don't close down the shop. However, AL.com's Carol Robinson reports that there are some added precautions they may be taking to help slow the spread of COVID-19. Law enforcement and fire service officials have been going over the best practices for effectively getting their jobs done over the next however many weeks. What it might mean to you and me is that there could be some slight changes in our interaction with first responders. For example, Birmingham Fire and Rescue Battalion Chief Sebastian Carrillo said that if you call 911, you might have to answer questions about whether you've been traveling or have a fever, those sort of things. And then the responders may adjust their levels of protective gear when they show up. Now, they're saying to keep in mind that the extra caution is used when they're being exposed to possible COVID-19 patients, not a bleeding victim with a gunshot wound. Centerpoint Fire Chief Gene Coleman, quote, We're open 24-7. This won't delay response or treatment. We're just going to be a little more cautious and vigilant before we access the scene. Some law enforcement agencies are suspended fingerprinting, except in the case of criminal suspects. So they're foregoing fingerprinting for things such as employment background checks. Madison County Sheriff's Office spokesman Brent Patterson said, This is the first time I've ever seen anything like this. We're doing a lot of what everyone else is doing. Hand washing and sanitizing. We're humans like everybody else. The Alabama Department of Labor is loosening up some unemployment rules to allow some workers to file claims when they've been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic, reports AL.com's William Thornton. The changes are in line with what the U.S. Department of Labor has recommended. People who may be eligible to file for unemployment include those who are quarantined by a medical professional or a government agency, those who are laid off or sent home without pay for an extended period because of COVID-19 concerns, those who are diagnosed with COVID-19, and those who are caring for an immediate family member who is diagnosed with COVID-19. Now, claimants will also not have to look for another job if they show an effort to get into a position to return to their old job once things get back to normal. Now, with so much up in the air, though, there's always the chance that Congress may step in with another plan and it could affect some of the temporary measures. With so many Alabama workplaces temporarily closing, at least we hope all of it or close to all of it is temporary, we know the economy, local and national and worldwide, is about to face a storm. Supply line interruptions will do that. The silver lining here, perhaps, is that any slowdown won't be as a direct result of cracks in the foundation. So instead of going into this uncertainty with a market that's prompt for a correction, at least we're going into it with some pretty good baseline numbers. AL.com's William Thornton reports that Alabama's jobless rate stayed at a record low 2.7% in January, according to numbers from the Alabama Department of Labor. And that's well below the January of 19's 3.6%, 
and safely inside of what most economists would consider full employment. January also showed a year-over-year increase of 27,893 jobs. Building construction in the state had increased 13% over a year. The auto industry was making 6% more cars, and average weekly wages were more than $40 above what they had been the previous year. Thank you all so much for listening. Oh, and don't hold me to this, but tentatively, Ivana Rinku might interview UAB infectious disease expert Dr. Michael S. Sag on Facebook Live at 11 a.m. today. You can check that out on the AL.com Facebook page. Schedules right now are always subject to change, so no promises. But if you're into the science behind this pandemic, it should be interesting. We all take care of each other and come see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com.